Thank you so much for coming back to J. Cal's View. I don't know why you torture yourself, but I thank you so much for doing so. This is J. Cal's View. I'm J. Cal, and this is the journey of a journalist, the only podcast about a journalist's journey into the world of professional wrestling and creating content. And well, this is a presentation of alliance-wrestling.com. And I've been thinking a lot lately about my my time writing in wrestling. Um, now, I've, some of you guys know uh, I've been doing this for quite some time. I didn't just start in the last year or so. And uh, for those of you who have recently found us because of the show in Nashville or the trip to China, hey, I appreciate appreciate you guys listening in, and that's awesome. Uh, my history with professional wrestling in terms of creating content goes all the way back to 2004 when I started writing for SoCal Uncensored. I started doing match reviews or uh, little interviews and really enjoyed doing it. Uh, I felt like I was giving back to my community. And I I actually, writing for SoCal Uncensored, came up with the idea of Alliance-Wrestling.com because I felt like the fans of the NWA were well underserved. I mean, I used to go to all the message boards, the the DVDRs, the uh, the wrestling news providers, the wrestling news source, you know, PWI, <clears throat> not the uh, not the magazine, but the um, well, wrestling one. All these sites, and they were great at covering wrestling on the East Coast. They were great at covering wrestling in general, but there was a lot to be desired in terms of recording the history of the NWA. It was at this time that I would start learning about guys like Damian Wayne and uh, one of my personal favorites, Chance Prophet, uh, Phil Shatter, um, and of course the guys that I knew from Southern California, like Scrap Iron Adam Pierce, uh, Los Luchas, the Real American Heroes, and I mean the list kind of goes on and on. Um, and I had a lot of fun covering the NWA in its early days because, to be honest, I was the only one doing it. Um, when the NWA split from TNA, the NWA's coverage on a mainstream scale pretty much went to nil. You would have Bill Barron's NWA News and Notes that would pop up on uh, WrestlingOne.com or OneWrestling.com. I can't remember the name of that site. Regardless, um, so I kind of felt like it was my duty as you know, and, and like I said, when the split was announced, there was a tournament announced. And although I, I could gauge the interest of NWA fans based on message boards, people were excited, but no one knew where to go to see the matches. No one was really reporting on it. So that was kind of my mission is I started off just covering the NWA world title tournament. And then I was covering my local NWA groups out here in Southern California and it just seemed like there was a need, a space that uh, wrestling fans uh, needed occupied for NWA coverage. So that's how I got started. Um, it wasn't long after uh, finding, founding the Alliance-Wrestling.com that I started doing podcasts. And I, you know, you guys might not know this because I sound still like a rookie on these uh, podcasts, but I actually started back in 2010. Um, I started doing these podcasts as a way to, again, just share the knowledge of wrestling. I had one actual person request that um, we did more audio-based podcasts or an audio-based, 
web features because people wanted to hear what was going on with wrestling when they were driving or or whatever. So we started the Alliance Report, which became the Alliance Guys and Talk NWA back to the Alliance Guys. And I still enjoy doing the Alliance Guys with my friends, uh, Jaden and DKM. We still do that every so often. And then I started running SoCal Uncensored, which was a blast. I enjoyed I enjoyed running the site. Um, the owner, Steve, SoCal Steve, uh, took a brief hiatus from wrestling in a couple of years, actually, to focus on family, his career, and all that good stuff. And since I was kind of already, already established what I was doing, um, I felt like taking on another thankless job would be a good idea. And it was fun for a couple of years. We did it for... Uh, I want to say from 2000, say like 2011, 2010, maybe even earlier. I might, my dates are kind of mixed up and I'm sorry if I don't, if I sound kind of uh, out of it, but um, yeah, we, we did SoCal Uncensored for quite some time and that's what spawned the first J Cal's view, which was a written form. Uh, it was a, a news and notes of the Southern California wrestling scene. And now it's kind of transpired into what it is today, which is a podcast. Um, and then for a brief time, and you guys probably don't remember this, uh, for before access, uh, became the media site that it is, um, there was a website dedicated to niche writing. Um, it was called the examiner and the examiner was all across the United States. It wasn't connected to like the Washington examiner or anything like that. But it was a website where you could, as a anybody, could write about any topic. And it was, what was kind of nice is you got paid for writing about topics. So, of course, I took my love of professional wrestling to there. And I was the Southern California examiner. Um, and I wrote about championship wrestling from Hollywood. I wrote about what was going on in the WWE. And I wrote about uh, what was happening in my local wrestling promotions. And that was a blast. Unfortunately... The parent company of the examiner was bought out by access TV. So if you were to go look for my articles from then, you can't find them, which is kind of about is kind of what I wanted to talk about today was archives, archives as a content creator. It's important to make sure that you have your, your work saved. And I know that sounds ridiculous because a lot of you who are writing for your own websites. I mean, you have that stuff backed up. It's, you know, it's on WordPress, it's saved and all that great stuff. But when you start writing for other people, that's still your content, regardless of what kind of deal is made. That's, those are your words. Those are, you know, you put your thoughts onto that spreadsheet or worksheet or whatever, whatever you're using to write your documents down. And thankfully, I was able to recover some of my examiner articles, but I did lose a great deal of them. And that always kind of bums me out. Um, I remember writing about the Guerrero family legacy, and unfortunately, that article got lost. And that was prior to Chavo's passing. Um, But it was one of those things where I just kind of beat myself up about wishing I would have been more diligent about saving copies of that stuff. But, you know, you never think about that in the moment, I guess. So for anyone listening to the show today, if you are any kind of content creator, make sure you have backups, make sure you have archives. You never know when whatever social media site you're posting on goes out of business or, 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 or you get banned or blocked or whatever, and your content just disappears. 
make sure you have backups and that includes your videos. You know, it's not expensive to buy a little hard drive and save everything on it. You know, don't count just on the cloud because, you know, things could happen. You could lose access to these things. I've seen it happen before. And, um, you know, kind of what brought this up today too, is I was actually looking for some audio and I found an audio that I recorded with my good friend, David Marquez, who is the promoter of championship wrestling from Hollywood. This is from two years ago. We were talking about the NWA world's heavyweight title coming back to Hollywood. So listen to this message and then hear Dave and I talk from two years ago. first time that the title's been here. Well, I don't even think the world title's been in this building. Uh, it was here. No, it wasn't here. So, no. So, although those longtime fans of championship wrestling from Hollywood are familiar with the championship title, you're more or less introducing a world title to a new audience. What... How should I word this? Do you think that it would be an easy task to bring a world championship into this back into this company that has been almost forgotten for at least uh, six years? Well, I mean, when we brought it in the first time, it was forgotten about too, uh, even though it was on bigger television. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that the that 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 particular title. Uh, physical title the actual look of it it has we 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 had many times to change that dome globe title it's called uh or sweet charlotte as pierce would call it or the 10 pounds of gold as everybody else knows it as uh we had many opportunities to change the design in fact it was changed once uh when dan severn had the title but it's always reverted back to that 1972 uh design and uh i think it's it's quite possibly the most iconic thing outside of a human in pro wrestling and i'm happy to uh, be able to host it again um i'm happy that uh, uh billy corrigan uh has agreed to work with us uh mind you i have no management i have no ownership i have uh, uh not a, a lot of say in what happens with it uh, i can suggest things uh he's assigned david lagana to us and luckily we have a, a relationship a personal friendship and a business relationship and that we can make it all work. So uh, I'm happy that it's uh, going to be featured again. I don't know how long it's going to be featured for, uh, and I don't know where uh, the long term of that's going to go. But but it's it's uh, you want to talk about satisfying? It's very satisfying uh, to see it back and hopefully presented on a on a different scale. Um, and just so you know. Tim Storm is is the guy coming in as the world champion. You know, we're not changing anything uh, that's in place right now. So uh, he's due something, I would say. And if things were different uh, over the last five, six years, um, we would have featured all the other champions as well if this was around. But uh, the NWA world title is is a very special uh, uh, thing in professional wrestling. And it is... it, I do consider it on a different scale than the United Wrestling Network title. Don't get me wrong. It is it is what it is. Uh, and uh, I think we all look at it as that. Uh, but the United Championship will be something uh, different that I hope in time will be at the same stature of what people think about when they do think about the 10 pounds of gold. 
So we look at not just Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, but the whole United Wrestling Network. And off the top of my head, I can name probably six or seven of the promotions who are really out there mm -hmm. waving the banner. Uh, is the agreement with, with Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan featuring the entire United Wrestling Network or just Championship Wrestling? Well, right now, it's as far as I know, anyone could book the NWA World title, as far as I know. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I, I will use it in Arizona uh, right now. Uh, if I see a spot for it in CZW, you know, where I have influence, uh, I, I'll make the suggestion. I'm not pushing anything on DJ and, and those guys there uh, to, to use or go by a, a, a corporate anything. So, you know, we're, we're just working on that. Uh, but if, if there's, a, if there's a, uh, an opportunity to showcase it, we will. Just right now, it's to keep it relevant on TV, keep people, uh, their eyes on it, get them re-educated to it. These 110 stations are going to help. Our, our entire distribution will help. Our history with it will help. Uh, the seven levels of hate was was exciting. Uh, people might not really think Blue Demon did anything for us, but they're wrong. Blue Demon did a lot for us. Um, uh, the Brent Albright Adam Pierce switch in New York with Ring of Honor was huge. Uh, so the modern audience, I, I'm not sure if a if a indie fan today looks at the NWA through the same eyes as the ECW times of the NWA or, or even the, the end of the Crockett period. I think that there's a brand new audience. Uh, I mean, look at, uh, and I know a lot of people get, uh, tease me about when I bring Disney up, but think of Mickey Mouse. Think of how many incarnations or how many varieties of a Mickey Mouse item you can buy and how he looks in his shape and Mickey Mouse that's on television or the internet right now as we speak versus the, the Mickey Mouse you see in the park or the Mickey Mouse uh, toy that you might buy uh, for someone or, or or the Mickey Mouse of the 1950s or Mickey Mouse of the 1940s or the Mickey Mouse of the 1920s. You know, it's completely different. And that's how I, I see this when people say, like, what did Billy Corrigan buy? You know, that's the big uh, dig right now. What did he buy? Uh, well, I think he bought an opportunity. Right. And he has... Uh, 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 you know, imagine if they can if if they didn't go with Tesla and they put Tucker on the car. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So we have that opportunity again to try to tell new stories um, using a, an incredible icon. Cool, Dave. Thank you for your time. Sure. The old wrestling handshake. Right? Yeah. Sure these guys are set up. There was so much history of that NWA World's Heavyweight Championship prior to Seven Levels of Hate that were just shown in Hollywood that the title was a, a, a centerpiece there. And to see it go away it was kind of a tragedy. I mean, there was no wrestling promoter at the time who put more effort into getting a grand scale uh, inclusion for that NWA World's Heavyweight Championship and it was really sad it, even for me as a fan to see the title no longer there um but you know two years ago it came back it seems like it's uh, still going to be a part of the uh, Hollywood lore from years to come um in fact they've uh, recently announced that championship wrestling from arizona will be booking willie mack to take on ray rosas and that was a feud that uh, was over the hollywood heritage title just a few months ago so it's kind of picking up where it left off but this time in arizona instead of the heritage title it's the 
NWA National Championship. And, you know, I don't know if it's the time or not for Willie Mack to lose that belt, but couldn't ask for a better guy in Ray Rosas to be that champion. And I think he would play well all over the United States. But um, I digress because this is a podcast about the journey. And uh, I really do appreciate you guys listening to this. One thing I have been mulling over is starting to include some old interviews from the past. I, I've done a few recently with, um, I think I had a one with Willie Mack a few months ago, and he did one with um, Scorpio Sky a, f- uh, a few months ago. I think that we, think we did. And I, I have a lot of these audios. Like I said, I was podcasting since 2010, and there was a few years there where it was consistent, like every weekend. So... I don't know if you guys are interested in hearing some of my old interviews, leave a comment wherever you uh, listen to the show. If you subscribe or just tweet at me at the Alliance blog or at first to third, or you can find us on Facebook at the Alliance blog. You can find us on Instagram at the Alliance blog. Tell us if you want to hear some stories from the past or you want to hear about old interviews, let me know and uh, we'll consider doing that. But uh, if you did like the show and wherever you're listening to it, please hit that subscribe button. Um, It would mean a lot to me. We're trying to figure out where the best best platforms are to release the show. And, you know, uh, your your listenership means everything to me. So I appreciate that, guys. And I think that's going to do it for us this time. Again, this is J. Cal's View, the journey of a journalist. And I've been J. Cal and you've been great. We'll see you at the matches.